pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manueli and Amanda Hunt. Hey furries, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I am Amanda. And I am Kara. And we are here today to bring you more pods. We're doing pods today. Can you believe it? It's (laughs) March Makeup Madness. Yes. (laughs) March Makeup Madness. Let's do it. And I realized like Kara and I were like, oh, let's just, we just like spontaneously decided to do this. And then I was like, oh, March Madness has like brackets and competition. We're not doing any of that. We're not, there's no competing. Um, All makeup is good makeup and the winner is your face. Mm-hmm. Carol is always your face. The winner is always your face. Carol, what's your hair story this week? Um, so my hair story is I decided to, uh, one night we were foundation. I went out with my cousin and we're like, let's go have some wine. And we did. And I wore foundation for the first time. And cause you know, if you're with your cousin, you're trying to look good. We were out, we were out, we were out. And I was like, Oh, I'll get you all up. I haven't, I haven't gotten dressed up in a minute. Let's try this. And I wore my foundation I've always worn. And I woke up the next day with three zits. And I was like, oh, fuck, are you kidding me? Like, I just been working so hard on my PRPs and like, um, I just have, and so I'm like, okay, great. Okay. I won't, I won't do that. I will wear this foundation again. And then uh, last night we went to saw Batman, which was a cool one. So I, was, I also had this like infallible powder. And I was like, I'll just dab my face. It's a little greasy. I'll dab my face. Woke up with two, a little more zits on my chin. So I'm going to try not to do much makeup or find a makeup that does not make me break out no matter what I do. I Here's a question. How did you put these makeups on with the same thing? No. Different oh, okay. Things. Different things. Yeah. Um, I should watch my brush, my, my foundation brush. I should watch that. But, uh, the, the, um, I use a, I barely have used this palette, this, or sorry, this compact, like I never mm-hmm. used it because the wrong powder, uh, long, wrong color for a while. And also I wasn't supposed to use it when I was pregnant apparently. So I didn't wear it. So I tried it and it matches my skin. It makes it a little less shiny, but it definitely like did something with my pore. So I'm going to have to find some foundation that doesn't do that. I think or- look at a BB cream. Well, the thing is BB creams also like I've been using the tinted moisturizer and SPF, but, um, I should look into BB. I, I had a BB cream, but uh, from L'Oreal, but I think it also, clog my pores. Like I just have, I I think you got to go for foundation. My mother always has said, and my mother does not use expensive makeups, but she always says foundation is where you spend the money. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think level up, I think maybe look at an Estee Lauder or I was using, what was the one I was using? It was a really good brand. I can't remember the name of it, but it was good for pregnancy and it got on Sephora and it was, it's just like, I, it's just thick though. Like, I don't know. I got to get used to it. I got to get, I got to figure it out. I mean, so. you don't need foundation. We don't need no, any don't. makeup, but we don't need any, makeup, but you could but... skip the foundation and do everything else. Yeah. Which I've been doing, which I did today. Yeah, I did. We'll do now. <laughs> I haven't done today. I just, I just have the, uh, the SPF on, but I will be doing that. So just when I go out, I like to look a little more like I still have like a little bit of red marks and stuff and discoloration. So sometimes I like to look put together. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have some, in- somebody has some input for a really good foundation that doesn't make my skin break out. 
furries, get at us. Tweet, tweet your favorite foundation. DM us in the Instagram. Please. In the Instagram, I am so old. <laughs> in the Instagram. Uh, get into our Instagram, which is a meta product from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> meta product. Meta product. Um, Kara, my hair story is a story this week of, of triumph. I have never in my life been able to successfully do wings on both sides of my eyes. Like when I do my makeup, I can always wing the right one always. And I can never wing the left one. It always looks strange. And so then like I try to fix it and then it's just like smudged. And then I just sort of look like a picture that got shaken right before it got developed. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not, it's not cute. So I saw this, I saw this product. I think I saw somebody posting about it either on Instagram or God help me. I have a little bit gotten back on Facebook and it is possible. I saw this in a beauty group that I used to be in or that I'm in. It is called the vamp stamp. The say it's a stamp, isn't it? It's a stamp vamp stamp, va va voom winged eyeliner stamp. And it's a small kitten wing. It's very like discreet. It looks so good. It looks so good. I'm, I'm genuinely so happy with it. And I didn't buy the, like, I didn't understand that to, because I don't, I like never fully investigate things. I'm always just like, okay, it's done. Um, so I bought the stamp. I didn't understand that you're supposed to buy like special ink or powder or whatever to like dip the stamp in. And I was like, I don't want to buy, like, what if the stamp doesn't work? And then I've spent more money on something that doesn't work. So annoying. So I just painted it with liquid liner. Yeah. I was gonna say, that's probably what you could do. Great. And it looks great. It looks great. So I don't have to buy the stuff. You got to try it. You got to come over, try it. I am so happy with it. I'm into it. I'm in. I tried it yesterday and I did do it in the wrong place. I'll post a picture of that on our Instagram because it looks very funny. Uh, and I think it also showed me like, oh, this is part of why it's not working on your left because you don't know what your left eye looks like. I stamped it so far down. It looks like it's like a like a, a cheek tattoo. <laughs> but <laughs> today I tried again and I got it in the right places, it which is great. Thank you. It fe- like it just feels like, oh, yeah, I should have I should we should all be doing this like. You're good at wings, though. You don't necessarily need a stamp. Um, you have a skill. Uh, it's that good all the time. I did try to do one yesterday. The downwards, the downward one, not the high one. Um, and it just, it's still not quite even. Um, Can you tell me more about the downward the one? Um, I don't. So I saw a, an app on TikTok or a, sure. a filter on TikTok where they're you know, they, what eyeliner are you? And they, you just like do this like lottery and then it just like kind of stops on one. And so I like tried to recreate it and it was like, just more of a, instead of like a winged up, it's kind of a wing straight and then a wing, or there's a wing down. I've done the wing straight. I've never done the wing down. So I did the wing straight across like right at where my eye starts. I did it kind of, um, just followed it rather than like kind of made a base and swoop it up. So, um, it's interesting. It kind of elongates your eye a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's what it's all wings do, but, um, this, this is just, just a different style. And I kind of like it. It's, it's changed for me. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, what's fun about makeup, right. Is that you can like play with the contours of your face, like without okay. necessarily going full contour, 
you can like play with little things about your face. Like I just got these new bangs um, and they're short, which I like. I like to get short bangs when I get a cut and they grow out and they can grow out into yeah. different kinds of bangs. And right now I'm really feeling my Betty Page life, you know, short bangs with a little winged eye. Like I feel like a little pinup girl when I walk around, I'm always like going up on one toe and putting a knee up and being like, and people are like, ma'am, I'm I'm trying to get to that cereal. Actually, can you step aside? Can you move, please? That's funny. So I'm getting a lot of engagement over it, which is cool. That's great. Rings look fab, fab. Thank you. I tried to wash them yesterday, you know, like just wash the bangs and something went wrong. I don't, I didn't get something out or I didn't, something didn't go right because, um, they are, the texture of them is weird right now. I can't, well, I can't tell on zoom, but they look fine to me that the beauty of zoom is you cannot tell if you were closer to me, you would be like, they look dirty in a strange way. Yeah, I feel you on the, the dirty hair. My I still figure out the short hair, how to do it. Also, uh, sad story. I uh, uh, found a ginormous bald spot at the top of my head from uh, hair loss. And when my hair was falling out, when I had like the psoriasis of the head, which by the way, my scalp is 100% better. <gasps> Wait, um, how did you cure it? Well, I got that. I got that key, key, ketone stuff that the doctor prescribed. Um, but the spot that had the, like the crazy sticky white stuff that I like was kind of picking at that actually like pulled my hair out. That spot is like bald. Um, and that's embarrassing. So I'm about to go onto the Vegamore train again. And I'm, I'm taking the Nutrafol pills. Like we, we, I don't know if we've discussed yet on this pod, but I I'm taking Nutrafol pills, which it takes about three months to figure out. I got that also from my dermatologist and I've seen plenty of ads about it, but also I'm going to like put some serum on there. Cause my hair is thin now. It's thin and short. Ugh. So I'm like I mean, really trying to figure out how to style it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite ready to know how to do it right. I like crimp it, but like, I'm just still not sure the look I'm going for. You're figuring it out. And as somebody who is much taller than you, I've never noticed a bald spot on your head. I had to part it. And it's funny when I was getting my hair cut, I was like, I like to part it kind of like on the right side. So it flips over. And I did that yesterday and I saw the bald spot. And she, I think when she was like, no, I'll cut it while it's in the center part. <laughs> so she said, once I suggested, cause maybe she saw my bald spot and then she's like, I want to save the day, but just like, we're going to do the center part. You could still do that side if you want, but let's start the center part. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. That she didn't point that out for me. I was telling her, she knew that I was balding anyways. Cause we talked about not balding. My hair was falling out because of postpartum shit. Um, and she's, she's going through that too, actually. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Is it though? <laughs> it's nice that you have somebody who knows what you're going through while they're doing your hair. Doing my hair. It's not nice that anybody is experiencing hair loss, but yeah. it it is it is nice that yeah. Um so you have somebody who's see. like, I'm not gonna let her find out about this bald spot in public. She's gonna find out about it later privately in her mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like blown away how bald it was like this perfectly bald spot. I was like, what the fuck is this? Holy. And I cried and then I was okay. At least it's a perfectly round spot. You could draw a little face on it. Uh, A cute face. No, no. 
why would I put a face on the top of my head? What the? Point? I mean, because you What's used to have a, you used to have a bunion that you called bunyanya. I know you I like did. to name little parts of your body. <laughs> I I still have bunyanya. She's right here with me, and I'm petting her right now. Um. Oh, sweet bunyanya. Sweet bunyanya. Furries, if you've got foundation on your hands or your hands are full of your new eye eye makeup stamp that you furiously bought as soon as you heard this introduction, or you've got your own hair in your hands, which God knows we all do at times, please wipe your hands off, put your, put your stamp down, shake your, shake your hair into the trash. And cause you're going to want to put your hands together for our fabulous guest, Olivia. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited, Amanda, that you reached out to me. I like, we didn't get to talk when I saw you because I had to like book it somewhere else, Mm -hmm. but I enjoyed your set and then we connected on Instagram. And I enjoyed your set. You're a fabulous stand-up, but you're also a makeup influencer on Instagram. You have so many cool tutorials. Oh, thanks. I... I, I don't even consider myself an influencer. So it's so kind that you do. (laughs) I, I guess, you know, it's funny because I think because I'm not really sponsored, that really helps when, you know, I recommend something, then people are like, oh yeah, she's not making any money. She has no affiliate code to make 15 cents off my purchase. So, you know, and even in just passing, I'll like recommend products to certain friends or coworkers. And they're like, yeah, I think I'll go get one of those. And I'm like, I should be pushing these emails harder to be like, send me free product because I am doing the words for you. Yeah. (laughs) Should, you should, you shouldn't be ashamed of your, and your free product. And also you should get paid for some of your stuff that you're doing because you're spending time. And those, and your videos are very good in my opinion. Thank (laughs) you. I like, I saw a take that I was like, I, so I have heard Laura Mercier, Mercier, is that how you say it? Mercier, I think. Yeah. I have heard that powder is the gold standard forever. And then I saw that you do not think that. And I was like, okay, she's a controversial guest. We gotta have her on. Yeah. I do think it is good. I think in the clip you saw, I just couldn't like pronounce it. So I was just like, why is it so hard to pronounce? It is embarrassingly like, hard to pronounce. It is, it is. And especially when you're like doing it on the fly and, you know, I don't, for me, those videos are, um, what is it called? They're like podcasts where they're unconscious streams of unconsciousness. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm blacking out the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the number of times where I've had to learn how to like say something and then be like, well, that was unintelligible. Say it again, say it again. And, and then in editing, just take the final clip but um I like that powder for me personally but I have seen a lot of people dislike it because of the price point in comparison to some cheaper exactly cheaper alternatives that um apparently perform higher but once again I don't have influencer guru money so I have to finish this product before I can be like oh I'll just go buy a different one. one Yeah. yeah, that's I. It's so irritating, isn't it? Because you hear about a new great thing, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I. How will I ever get to it?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some like that's why your makeup, you know, cases like mine. Like, I try. Oh, that looks new. I'll try that. I saw that on TikTok. That looks great. And then you're like, it doesn't work for me. 
Uh, it's been also right. yeah, the other thing. Like, uh, like I was just talking about earlier about the foundation situation for me. I'm, I'm wasn't wearing foundation for such a long time because of pandemic mm-hmm. and having a baby and like never going out. And so I only uh, wear like SPF with a little bit of tint, tinted moisturizer in there. Mm-hmm. And I had moisture. I wore a foundation for the first time a couple of days ago and ended up with some zits the next morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have any good recommendations for like sensitive skin foundation? Like that would work or that is, I mean, I don't know. I know you're not a dermatologist. You know what my skin pattern is, but. <laughs> so I think, so for me personally, I always have to go for foundations that are for extremely oily people. I'm an extremely just oil producing yeah. volcano. Um, so sensitive skin, I haven't, it's funny because I've never thought of myself as sensitive because I've always just categorized myself as oily. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say is I watch all these, you know, YouTube makeup artists who their whole journey over like years have been dealing with like cystic to problematic acne. Yeah. And I'm like, who is going to tell you it's probably because you keep switching foundations every video. So in terms of which foundation would be best for you, I don't know, but I think anytime we try something new, your body rejects it a little bit because, you know, I don't think any of us were supposed to put foundation into our pores. Um, Yeah. Blocking your pores. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you had that happen, did you wear a mask on top of it too? Or um, it was, well, I had on my eyebrows, I had two huge joint, gorgeous ones on my eyebrows. And I did oh. not wear a mask. Where we went was um, vaccine, vac, vac, vaccination status. You had to have your vaccine card. Got it. And, um, and so we didn't wear a mask. I didn't wear a mask. Was the foundation that you used, was it new? No. And you know what? I haven't washed my brush in a second. However, the next day I wore a different type of foundation. And that makes sense that I might've broken out again, because it was uh, infallible powder that I was trying mm-hmm. and just because I was like oh I'm a little oily and I don't want to put this foundation on again because I broke out but I need to cover this up and um I gained I gained two more zits so um I'm wondering maybe it's the changing of it that that makes sense it could be this mm-hmm. really, all of a sudden my body's like oh oh we're doing this again okay we're gonna mm-hmm. smother my face cool oh, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna breathe so we're just gonna give you zits um right well and you know I mean I don't want to woman-splain anything that anyone, anyone ever is always like, yeah, we know Olivia, we're not idiots. But like, there are also people where they're like, I never knew that. Like, cause I never knew certain things for a long time, but yeah, uh, all makeup has an expir- expiration date and mm-hmm. you can find it. Um, there's a little symbol of a pot and it'll say like 6M. Many months. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, there is. A- Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I, never I did just. Learn, I just recently learned this as well. I just recently learned this, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, um, most Mesha is old, especially pandemic. I didn't buy any new things at mm-hmm. all." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good story. I should probably just change that up. Six now. months. Who can get through a whole thing of foundation in six months? Oh I God! I always go over. I always. I, go over. Like my mascaras are all probably old, but you know, until they're like crusting out, yeah. my lashes, I'm like I'll keep it. I think when it comes to the, that, I think it's all it's good. I think it's mostly, I think it's the bacteria that ends up going back in and out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is because mm-hmm. you keep opening and putting a, you're pouring stuff out and letting oxygen in, you're letting whatever you're mm-hmm. touching the thing with, it could be bringing bacteria. And that's what they say about mascara. You should never share mascara because mm-hmm. of bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might get you all those little I might. I might. Oh my God. 
God, our me. bodies are, the human body is so disgusting. Like <laughs> all of us are just like, like, Ooh, we're all little kids. Mm-hmm. You know? I always think about how, you know, it's like, Oh, if we were to meet like an alien life form, how like gross they would look. And I'm like, no, we're gross. Like why yeah. do we have hair in certain places? Like I know, which is like what this podcast is all about, but I always wonder, I'm like, why are there hair follicles? I know it's to protect the eye, but that's so weird and gross at the same time that there's hair mm-hmm. next to the squishy thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that we're like, oh, and the more hair you have, the sexier it is. You want a bushy eyelash. Yes. But like anywhere else that's too bushy, that's not, that's not okay. Then it's bad. Yeah. Then, then it's, it's bad. bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, that's an American standard though, right? Yes. I think yeah. majority of it is American standard. I mean, I, I don't, I guess I can't speak for anybody else, but yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I feel year. like it's like, it's all tied to white supremacy specific. Like, uh-huh. So it's like wherever the light touches or whatever, <laughs> the opposite of wherever the light touches, people have weird stuff about hair. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, there are cultures that celebrate different kinds of body hair. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to move then. Cause I just can't keep up. <laughs> it's really expensive to live in this culture. Yeah. It's so expensive. <laughs> You got to get the fake eyelashes, but you also got to take all the other hair off, but you also got to do your eyebrows, but you also got to do the top of your hair, but you also got to make sure you have nothing underneath. Mm-hmm. It's just a mm-hmm. lot, you know, just so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually really cool to be <laughs> presenting but that's what we're in here this here world. To say it's okay to have hair anywhere. We're here to say that it's okay. We're yeah. like, it's okay to have any hair anywhere. Not for us. We would never, but you should have. <laughs> you guys. We're like, leading the way for you. We really not- walk a fine line with that. Where we're like, God, whatever anybody wants to do, me, I wax from nose down, but anybody <laughs> can do anything. Olivia, can you like walk us through your journey with makeup a little bit? Sure. I think it all started. So my mom like never wore makeup when I was growing up. And so I didn't really have her to like watch her do her makeup she had I remember when I was like a kid kid she had some old like very old makeup in her drawers and you know you go through your mom's drawers like let me try this up and it was I tried lipstick that was definitely super expired and it tasted horrible oh no (laughs) probably because it was just like old makeup and expired and I was and so that if I ever taste that in a lipstick now I'm like oh like oh. bad sensory memory oh, um so I'm very sensitive about what I put on my lips now because of that and then um when I was a teenager my friend started to wear eyeliner and every time I would try I know uh this doesn't have a visual component which is why I was like wait, how much makeup should I show up to this podcast wearing <laughs> as someone? I love that you texted in. that. You were like, should I put on makeup? Your, your makeup is flawless. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Gorgeous. So, you're so good at this. So good. But I'm doing like a, I'm trying to find my signature look right now, but I've been doing it the past three nights for shows. And I'm like, my lids can't handle caking on white, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is that called? Primer to then put on yeah. color. And then the last, so I was like, Hey, what's <laughs> what do I need to show up as today? <laughs> but um, so so when I was a teenager, I every time I would put eyeliner on, I guess where my lashes sit, like you could still see the skin between the lashes. So it just looks mm-hmm. like I would draw like a 
a black band above it. Like, like above it your eyelash. Yep. Yeah. And, and so I kept like YouTubing. I mean, luckily that was the very beginning of like YouTube being a place where you could get, you know, questions answered and like the beauty guru didn't even exist yet. It was just like, kind of like informational tutorial things that random people would post. And I was like, how do I put on eyeliner? And everyone would just be like, you put it against your eye and you swipe. And I'm like, I'm doing that, but it's not working. And it took a lot. I mean, I don't even know if when I figured it out, I think I just did mascara for a while. Um, but I also had a lot of acne as uh, a teenager. So I remember seeing like a bare minerals infomercial. Oh, bare minerals. Yes. What a, right? what a, like what a linchpin of our society at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you would get like the box and like the whole like buff tap swipe or mm-hmm. whatever their system was. And so I went to an Ulta with my mom and I remember the makeup artist who was doing, who was showing me how to do it was like, I like, she was pissed off. Like oh. I just like in her own personal life, nothing to do with me. And right. I'm glad I recognized that as a kid, but like, she was just like grabbing a ton of powder and like, like getting it on my face. And she's like, she's like, if you do this, you have to tap off the excess, but I've done over a million faces. So this is why I'm doing it on you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It was very uh, abrasive, but fun. And, um, that I just watched more and more YouTube videos and I always wanted to have my own channel. And it took a while before I finally pulled the trigger and started doing it during the pandemic. And, um, because all of these other things led me to feeling more comfortable about it, i.e. like me and my friends would make sketches and we all became comfortable editing those sketches. So I finally felt comfortable editing, you know, using different softwares and stuff. Um, so yeah, but it's been a lot of trial and error. It's been a lot of watching YouTube. It's, yeah, I think those are the main key points. I'm sure there's been a lot of embarrassing faux pas throughout. Yeah, I mean, that I feel like that happens. I, I was just telling Kara, I got one of those eye stamps to do like a mm-hmm. wing. And mm-hmm. yesterday I tried it and I winged the absolute wrong part of my eye. I looked absolutely, <laughs> I looked completely nuts. Unfortunately, I didn't have anything else to do that day. So I was like, I can just walk around my house looking wild, yeah. but- <laughs> When I feel like the more you try, um, Uh I seemed to like, kind of, I just like, it was on my left eye, which I don't understand the shape of my left eye as well as my right eye. And I just kind of like hit it like here in the middle, but it like, Mm. it was disconnected. It looked wild. Like it looked, it was, it was so wrong, but when you're taking big makeup swings, Mm -hmm. you're kind of miss sometimes. Yeah. 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 And I've noticed through, because I think the wing liner is making such a comeback in a very specific way right now to the point where I feel like sometimes, even if I just do liner like this on the actual lid, I'm like, why do I look weird? Because it's not like the standard right now. I'm like, oh, I got to flick it out. But I'm also like, that takes time to make sure they're both even. So I've been really focused on this and you know, the way you sleep, what you ate the night before totally affects how puffy you are. I have hooded lids. So like doing a wing liner, it always has to be done a certain way. That way it doesn't get lost in the folds. And I also, I call this one, my Paris eye because it kind of slouches downwards. <laughs> we've, we've all got one. We've mm-hmm. all got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a fun journey. And I think, uh, 
the pandemic also all aged all of us like presidents, you know, you watch their mm-hmm. first day picture and their last day and you're like, oh my God, like yep. what happened? We all did two terms. Like yeah. <laughs> we all got reelected. Yeah. No question. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's very like, I also think the pandemic, at least for me, I had to look at my own face so much. Mm. I was employed Zoom, for all yeah. of the pandemic until the last two months. So I'm doing it absolutely backwards, but like, <laughs> I like, we would do like five video calls a day mm-hmm. and it's like, I just really wanted to look nice for myself, just because I'm literally looking at myself yeah. all the time. I worked with a bunch of men who did not notice or care what my face looked like. Like could not, you, if you show them a picture of me, they'd be like, I think I know that woman, but <laughs> like it, but for me, I would be like, Ooh, boy, not wearing mascara. You look very tired, <laughs> which is, yeah. it's, we only see that about ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. like I work with women and I'll FaceTime to like check in, you know, every few days. And my boss will always be like, Oh my God, I look horrible. And I'm like, you look fine. You look great. I don't know. Like you look like you, but then I can't say like, you look like you. Cause then she'll be like, so you think I look like shit all the time. I'm like, no, you, <laughs> yeah. you look like how I remember you look like at the office when you did wear makeup, like you, cause she wasn't someone who was doing like full face all the time sure. either. So to me, I'm like, you're you, you're beautiful. I, <laughs> but when it's, when it's me, I'm like, oh no, I didn't do my brows today. I, I yeah. look, I look unexpressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, we live in these little gradients, you know, where it's like, as long as you're in this general area, you look the same to everyone else. But to you, the you're like zoomed in on the gradient. Yeah. So you're like, oh no, I didn't do this one little thing. Or like, I didn't have enough water or I've been drinking too many monster energy drinks, which are oh. disgusting. It's a bad <laughs> habit, but I just can't. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, I'm not, it's not, I I never am bragging. I talk about it on the podcast. It's always an admission of shame. I think the first step to getting help is admitting you have a problem and I'm staying on that first step for a while. And the second part is noticing that heart murmur that you have. And that's the second (laughs) second part because yikes. I just, do you like monster over all the others? Great question. I also like Zoa, the rocks brand, but that is less widely available. Um, and I used to drink a different one, but once I started drinking monster, there's some chemical is in monster that really has me hooked. Like this is, yeah, it's the additives that are addictive. I mean, I've never been drinking a healthy energy drink. Like there's no energy drink. That's like, well, this one actually doesn't corrode your insides you know like they're right. all made of fat sure. they're all acid. made of the ship and, and coffee doesn't work for you right coffee's not a good one no I used to drink coffee but now I'm struggling to get back into coffee I had coffee just coffee two days ago and I was like I'm gonna fall asleep dead on the floor in a second yeah mm. yeah it's a it's a detox you're detoxing your body yeah I have to mm. detox my body and that doesn't sound fun I want to tox my body. <laughs> I want to tox. I want to Botox. I want to all the toxins. Yes. Every tox. <laughs> all my toxic relationships. Get back in here. Yeah. We Honestly, fellas, if you're listening and I know you're not, cause you didn't listen when we were together, get back in here. <laughs> Isn't that such a thing? I, but then I also think at the same time, I'm like, if I dated someone, the podcast, I don't know. I don't, I think I'd be like, you do your thing, sweetie. Like, I don't know if I would. My listen. husband doesn't listen to this. My husband no. doesn't listen to well, this. Well, we, we also talk about like intimate 
disgusting parts of our bodies. Like I don't want anybody who I'm sleeping with to listen. But I will say I listened to the pilot episode, the second episode, and then the more, the most recent one and the hair ones. I was like, where has this been my entire life? (laughs) And I have a few ingrowns right now that I'm going to ask about when we're not recording. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot, a lot of advice. I got one this morning. I got one this morning. So I know exactly what you're feeling right now. Because Google doesn't freaking tell me anything. No, it just tells you what it is. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, Google, I know. I, (laughs) I'm harvesting that myself. Thank you so much. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So you're, you're trying to find your signature look right now. Mm-hmm. What's the vibe with that? Where are we? What are our favorite like eye products? Yeah. So what I'm leaning towards the most right now is a very colorful pop in my eye. And, um, have you seen, what is it? The love witch, which is the blue eyeshadow. Um, is it like, it's like, is it like a, like a shimmery kind of blue that the one that's like super it's, shimmery? No, it's, they're pretty matte. The matte okay. looks better on me. I, oh, I love glitter. I love shimmer. I love doing it, but something about my lids, it, mm-hmm. it ages me and not, you know, nothing ages going on here. It's just, I even went to like a jewelry store once and they talked about how against certain skin tones, like silver could make you look old. Gold can make you look old. Yeah. It, it just kind of depends on like your undertones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because of my hooded eyes, that glitter just, it makes me look crepey. Uh-huh, and so, yeah. yeah, I literally look kind of like a grandma when I do, but I love, you know, and especially with the euphoria trends going on. So typically I go in with like, um, NYX has a jumbo crayon in, I think it's called milk. And I go in with that, set that all over like inner to two quarters out and then just pack on crazy colors and then finish it off with like a darker version of that color in the outer corner and then do a fat wing on it. And that's what I've been doing. That's been my favorite thing so far. That is kind of like a standout element. Um, And I, cause I, I realized that I think my favorite sensor to trigger are like the rods and cones in my eyes. Like I love what they're calling like dopamine dressing right now, where there's just like something crazy, but I also hate that it's kind, it's not linked to, but it also reminds me of like, you know, the pickup artist and how they're like, wear a fedora that way women talk to you. Like where's something. I gotta tell you, I love the pickup artists and I love the idea of women peacocking men. I don't Mm -hmm. care for it. Men should be dressed. Like you should, if I look, you should blend into the wall if you're not moving too much, (laughs) but women, I love, I love it. I like, I like a big eye and then all black Mm -hmm. or like a fun outfit and simple makeup. Like I love, I love a fun element. Yes. Yes. I love having like one fun element that pops. Um, yeah, I love the face being a lot and then looking like I work like crew on a stage production. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) If the face is a lot and the look is a lot, then you have gone full mystery. Uh, and so then you do have to fully employ his tactics. You know, you're like going up to people being like, I saw these two guys fighting outside. Isn't that interesting? I, that, I never read the book. I've like gotten snippets from, you know, the internet and, and it's just, it freaks me out that someone has that another human being on this planet that might be talking to me might have all that knowledge. And I don't, 
So I feel like I should read it to arm myself against those tactics. Yeah. But then at the same time, I feel like some of those tactics, I'm like, oh, this is just cringy. I wouldn't even let someone like I that talk to me. I read it. When they neg you. I read Please. the whole book. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to do a fun parody project on it. <laughs> like I was like reading the book being like, oh, I could parody this, but it's just slightly too self-aware to really parody. Cause like it, the guy writing it knows that these are just like, he's like, this is disgusting. Eventually he settles on like, these people are using this to actually like keep intimacy away. Um, so it, it does like, it is kind of self-aware. I also worked in finance. So I know people who have used these tactics and I would say most of them do not continue to use them. If that helps at all, like, it's like a thing that like guys do who don't know how to date, who are maybe getting into dating. And once they're in it, they're less, at least my friends are like, like cool it eventually. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And it seems like a lot to keep up (laughs) all of these books where they're like quick tips on how to get a, you know, get the person of the opposite sex or like get, you know, whatever you want in dating. Like, I feel like like one that I read was like women, no, men love bitches. Because Why so, men love bitches? I read that too. Yeah. Cause it's so like intriguing, but you're also like, is she right? And it's funny cause I read it very recently and all the references are so dated. They're like, don't wait around your voicemail. And I'm like, I won't. Like, <laughs> I mean, I carry it with me everywhere. Is that a problem? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they're all like the core, core, core thing that you could work on, which the book is saying, but is hidden under all these like quick tips is be yourself, you know, have standards and morals yourself. But when it's hidden under, make him a bag of popcorn and throw it at his face. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Why men love bitches is the Cosmo of like relationship advice because Cosmo is always like do you this one gets quoted so much but I remember reading in Cosmo where they're like get get his member erect and then put a donut on it and then eat the donut off (laughs) and that I remember being like 16 or whatever and being like I don't think so I don't think I don't I don't know like that seems sex seems crazy if that's something that's on the menu and just imagine being like okay hold on like one second and you bring in like a box of Krispy Kremes into the bedroom you're like get hard real fast hurry get hard and then I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this on I'm gonna do a ring toss onto your pee pee if you're doing a ring toss of the donut onto onto a business then that is that's your aim is incredible Oh, yeah. I'm, I got good aim. I got good aim. I got good Aww. donut toss aim. Okay. Well, and that's, and that's why Kara's married. That's why Kara's the one in this conversation. <laughs> that is, married. is the testament <laughs> to marriage. That is it. I remember your vows. <laughs> I also think like makeup and dating is so interesting because any man, almost any man you talk to will be like, I just want girls to look like natural. And it's like, Oh, so you don't, you just can't see when women are wearing makeup. That's fine. I watched, I watched a TikTok of a, a makeup artist. She was showing a, her boyfriend pictures of women who were models and they were, or not models, but they were, I guess they're, yeah, influencers. Uh, and they're like wearing a shit ton of makeup. And there's some that were clearly wearing makeup, but it was natural. Mm-hmm. And she goes, do you think this person's wearing makeup? He goes, yes. And they kept looking at this girl who was like 
obviously wearing makeup, but not like the crazy lashes and stuff. And he's like, no, she's not wearing, she's all natural. Kids going natural, 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 not wearing any makeup. And they're like, you guys don't understand. They're all wearing makeup. They just have a different way of applying to it. Mm-hmm. You could tell every girl could tell that girl's wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows they're wearing makeup, mm-hmm. but this is not over the top or in their mind, like over the top or whatever. Right. Which is so funny. I was watching um, an actual licensed makeup artist and she was saying that when women come in and say like, I want the JLo or the Kim K, she'll ask like, do you wear heavy makeup usually? And when they say no, she's very hesitant to try and do those looks because even though the end product quote looks natural because it's just enhancing their specific features to achieve that look, you are taking on and doing a lot of like contouring all over like I didn't know that like contouring like underneath your brows into your nose was a whole thing mm-hmm. I was just out here still doing the cheeks like <laughs> little I don't forehead, know but but they'll contour like every little aspect to achieve that final look and it's a lot and yeah yeah I I, I to this day try to try to contour and I, I I look like a dirty face like I don't know how to do it correctly I just I don't I look like I'm, I have much any sweep. Like I don't understand how to do it. Do you use um, cool Cream. tones? What? Oh, oh, cool. T- I don't know what I am. Am I a cool tone? Am I cool? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't even What's know the- with myself, but I just know that like <laughs> cool, like they recommend that when you contour, you use like a cool tone brown because you're mimicking shadows in your face and a shadow would have like a cooler tone to it but for me that's where I get that like no I look like I just yeah went down a chimney and was like hey I'm here at the party yeah and so I always do like bronzer as my contour even though a lot of makeup artists will be like don't do that but the whole point of all this is just do what works best for for you you. yeah and what makes you feel the most confident so yeah yeah. Yeah. and technique because I um don't have a name but like learning like like I I don't think I've ever changed my makeup really mm-hmm. in ever. Um, like, I think maybe I've done a different type of wing, like we were talking about today, but like, mm-hmm. I still to stay don't do different. Like I don't, I don't do the lip liner. I know that that's a new thing now is like mm-hmm. people overlining their lips is a big mm-hmm. thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid I, I look like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I don't, I'm not, I've never been good at liner ever. Never been a right. liner person, but that's well, like such a thing now. And we have to remember, and I don't think that we're talking about this enough, that throughout the history of screens, which include, you know, film, TV, there's something in the human mind that perceives a human on screen a certain way from how we perceive humans in real life, which is why intense contour, overlining the lips, heavy eye makeup, on like when we're scrolling through Instagram, we're like, that's pretty versus someone who would look really great in person posting an immediate photo. We'd be like, why do they look sallow? And it's like, because our baseline for how we're perceiving them is just different. Yeah. You know, like it's like, you know, getting the lip injections and it's like, oh, on screen, they look fine. But in person, it feels odd. It's a little uncanny valley. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But something about it, seeing it through a screen, we're like, that looks great. And I'm not here to like shame anyone who's done no, anything. Right. It's just, it's just so weird how that makes a difference. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like we expect for people on a screen to be like hyper, a hyper version of a human. Yes. Yeah. That's fascinating. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Well, so you look, some people look really good on screen. Like I, I, I have been told that once and I, did, I felt kind of like a backhanded compliment to be honest, <laughs> but someone was like, I was doing a, a movie and my lead actor next across from me says, wow, you look really good on film. Look better on uh, you look good on film. Like they kind of like tried to like cover his face because he's like I don't look that good in person, but like on film, I'm great. Uh, cool, thanks, thanks for that. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Like some people just look better. On I mean, not look better. Sorry, you just a film changes the way you look. Kind of, I, I get what you're saying. Where yeah. your eye is different, you see things differently on film mm-hmm. than you do. I saw some models are look interesting in person and they like mm-hmm. just drop dead gorgeous on film mm-hmm. it's the way mm-hmm. they like the way they they photograph and the way the light reflects on certain parts of their face mm-hmm. in real life it doesn't do it as well because it's not exactly in those moments you know the lights aren't in those positions sure so it's interesting that's a really good that's an interesting thought yeah and i think um you know even when i was a teenager and like my mom or you know woman i looked up to would say like you know don't compare yourself to the magazines because they're photoshopped mm-hmm. I'd be like, I did, I was still like, no, but that's still, you know, Tyra Banks or whoever was like the 17 cover person. (laughs) Like that's still them. Like I've seen them in other ways and that's still like what they look like. They still look like beautiful. And now I'm like, no, they're, they have so much, they have a team doing their makeup and hair. And then they're the photo. I didn't realize till Instagram and watching like all these like Photoshop tutorials of how little you could do to make such a big difference and how flawless it could look because I always thought photoshop especially back in like you know the aughts I was like no you can tell when something's photoshopped it's bad like it's yeah. it's like a whole other face just pasted <laughs> onto mm-hmm. a body but seeing how like professional it can be sometimes and you're like oh my god I wouldn't have noticed that little cinch of the nose makes such a difference to this like person and really understanding when celebrities are like oh that that version of me is not me I don't even know who that person is they're edited so mm-hmm. it's true and yeah. creepy like tar- god I'd like- love to be so famous that I'm like those pictures I don't know her right <laughs> like I still want that I'm still yes yeah I, I want to be creeped out to yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah like what is what does the photoshop guy think is wrong with me that's what I want to know I think right? it would just end up looking like the popular filters on Instagram right now where the nose is pinched with a little shine at the end your eyes are like alienated out like they're like larger yeah. but fox eye and it's the lips are plumped your your face is like sucked in it's it's wild it's really insane i i love target target now is not doing any photoshopping of any of their ads oh good good you go to target you'll see you'll see you'll see you know stretch marks and cellulite and i'm like yes yeah good yeah mm-hmm. do it we need to celebrate it. We need to just like not make it a thing. Let's show like normalize in your own hairs. Let's <laughs> zoom in. I want until Target has a zoomed in giant picture of an ingrown hair. We haven't gotten there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we need to. Mm-hmm. Olivia, is there one, if you're like, I'm not doing my makeup today. I'm just going to do one thing. Is there one thing you always do? It's probably my brows now. And I'm not even someone that does the whole like, um, what is that? I don't even know what the, the lamin, the lamin, the laminating. Right, lady. laminating. Yeah, I just fill them in. But I'm realizing this is my theory on when guys wear baseball hats too much. 
is that you, the more you put them on and off, the more you're like stressing out your follicles and making yourself go bald. And I'm like, am I doing that to my brows? Because I'm like constantly drawing on them and putting so much stress on the hairs that they're like slowly falling out, which then makes me more reliant on drawing in my brows. Yeah. Cause as a teenager, I was like, oh, I've too, I was, I felt I was too hairy, but it was also around the time of the overplucked mm-hmm. brow. Yep. yep. And I remember the first time I like plucked them. You always overdo it. Cause you're like addicted. You're like, you don't know how oh, to do wow, it. I yeah. can change it. And, and like the advice the table, for my- it is so like, it does tell you to overpluck. The advice is never yes. like, just pluck a few hairs and see how you feel. Right, right, right. It's like draw those three points and then just go to town. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember coming to the table, my dad was like, Do you change your eyebrows? And I was like, No. And he was like, Okay. Like, I can tell. It's like when I nared my eyebrows like an idiot and ruined my eyebrows forever. Yeah. Oh. Seventh grade, I put nair on my eyebrows and it was, it was traumatic for everybody involved. I just, hey, I nair- did over pluck mine and my grandmother cornered me and she said, if you keep doing this, you will never have eyebrows. You'll be like me, an eyebrowless old lady. And I stopped doing it after that. <laughs> That'll be me to my granddaughter. I'm mm-hmm. probably, yeah, I'm going to do that because I, I miss them now. And now I have to like, yeah, overdraw them. And what, when will we just be happy with who we are? <laughs> I, me personally, I can't, I don't see, I don't see a light at the end of that tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I have a theory though country, that, I guess no oh no and I mean if what if we stop thinking about our eyebrows and start thinking about anything serious oh, we might get universal health care <laughs> but we'd be so ugly getting it so I don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I have a theory that the eyebrow bubble is gonna burst it is well, no, actually the, the it's since Bella is Bella Hadid recently went thinner eyebrows and now people are talking about that's going to be, it's coming back. The nineties are coming back. Like, I mean, like the low rise jeans, everything's kind of coming back mm-hmm. uh, the jingo, mm-hmm. or the, the really um, wide laid jeans, jeans now. Are yeah. Back. Oh yeah. Jinkos. You know, if, if they do come back, I would maybe just fill in thin but and maybe use concealer to because that was the trend for a minute too is using concealer to make it look like you had bleached your eyebrows oh yeah but I think I need to keep the hairs there I don't think Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I say this now but you know check in with me in three months (laughs) just two little lines lines. (laughs) I mean maybe this time around we'll all be wiser like there'll be like a cool stick on that you can like cover up with foundation Mm -hmm. I don't know I, I like I've, I've seen my fallen peers with their, with their overplucked eyebrows and it, and their over narrowed eyebrows, which that's, that one's tough. I'm also jealous that Nair has ever worked in a permanent way for you. Cause I, if I nair something, my hair is like, oh, we're coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I don't think it's meant for the top of your face. Like I like left a, like a burn mark on my skin. Ooh. It's not meant for, it's not meant for like your face skin especially in like early 2000s definitely was like the formula was shit um so I had like a really it was like a I I had I had like a scar for a while like a red patch just living above my brow how long did you leave it on for I think I did it as long as they said to do it um and of course I didn't I just like painted it on like an idiot like I didn't like even like probably do 
I just was someone when I was little, I was like, I'll try this. I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. Like it just was like, let's try this and didn't think about it. So, I mean, to this day, I still don't do the test patch on, you know, any product I that's like, do. make sure to do this. I'm like, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but Same. Also, you can't Same. preserve the product. So like, you know, like any, mm -hmm. any product, like once you open it, kind of try to use it right away. So how are you even supposed to test? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the one time I used Nair, it just, I, the smell, I couldn't handle it. I was it like, you know, intense. Yeah. Intense. It's not worth it. I'd rather just wax it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before I lasered my face laser. hair, I nared every other week um, from mm. like cheekbone down. And because they do have a nair for face, like mm. there's a nair for bod and there's also like a more specialized, gent a kindler, mm -hmm, gentler nair um, yeah. now, you know, like in the night, mm. in the nineties, in the 2000s, I don't, the early 2000s. They didn't have much of anything. We were not no. talking refined products. No, it was like it was like yeah. using lead in your foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but it stays on all day. So, <laughs> and so that is like, you know what? I feel crazy when my makeup looks bad, and I feel crazy when I get lead poisoning. So, how am I supposed to win? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like the aluminum and the deodorant. I'm like, but do I want to smell? Like, I don't. Ugh. I will say we've talked about this before, but mm. if you get, if you have to, your skin has to get used to it. Your body has to get used to it. So you will smell for a little bit. I don't use it anymore. I use uh, natural stuff and I don't smell anymore, but okay. I did in the beginning. So you will smell a little bit, but and I've been using it for a while. And I, this just happened to me today. I roll, I showered right before bed mm -hmm. and I rolled over this morning and kind of like put my arm across my face, like a little sleepy bear and was like, Whoa, I got stinky in my sleep. Mm -hmm. well, you just sweat your sleep. I sweat so hard in my sleep. I, I don't. It's freezing in my apartment. I don't even know how it happened. Oh. Mm. And I'm I am mad. Maybe I forgot to put it on. <laughs> sometimes it's, you know, just diet, whatever you most recently ate. Yeah, it could be it's just coming well. through. Mm -hmm. so, Interesting. Like, I know I don't really eat a lot of meat anymore. And so when I do like that night, I'm just drenched in <laughs> the meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if I wake up and I know that, I'm like, oh, when did I become a 40 year old white guy? Like, why, why, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah, I want to smell the meat sweats next to me, not out of me. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting really that I could have eaten something unhealthy because all I had last night was a Target brand pizza for dinner. So I can't imagine. <laughs> was there lots of onion? Lots of onion. Lots of onion on there. Yeah, it was an onion Garlic. pizza, like instead of cheese, it was shaved <laughs> onion. So that does actually make sense. Delish. <laughs> Delish. Um, do you have any predictions for upcoming makeup trends? Mm, I mean, I agree with the 90s coming back. And it's tough because I... I want to care about the upcoming trends, but I also know that if I try them, some are, you know, meant for 19 year olds and you kind of just like, you want to, you, you two both mentioned it in a podcast I was listening to, but you, you want to age gracefully, you know, you don't want the younger kids to be like, why does this clearly older woman look like she's trying to be us? And then it, you know, cringy yeah. uncanny valley 
Um, but yeah, I guess I, the nineties, like, so I think there's this trend on TikTok right now where you take whatever color you use for your brows and you put it as your lip liner and then whatever you use for your blush and you make it your lip color because the idea is it'll look really natural because you're using colors that were already on your face. But I, I've tried this a few times in the comfort of my own home because it can look real offensive real fast if I do it bad and I have dark, I have Asian black hair. So to do like a black eye lip liner, it's like, no, this you looks like you're doing like, you know, character parody from the nineties and it's, mm-hmm. it's bad and offensive. So <laughs> yeah. don't leave, you know? Um, but that was something I thought was interesting, but I do think, um, obviously you, I'm very curious to see like if all the euphoria makeup trends will last past the season, not being on TV. Mm-hmm. What are the euphoria trends? Give us, give us a rundown of those. Real quick. Um, putting crystals, like buying individual crystals or some companies make like a pre-done one and you can put them around your eyes as liner or mm-hmm. kind of on the ends. Um, just a lot of glitter. There is a company based out of LA called Lemonhead that makes a bunch of glitter paste. They're personally not my favorite. I finally got to try them. They have one that's very cool that's called Houdini and the glitter flecks are invisible until they catch the light, then they're purple. And so it's really pretty, but the way they make it, which is probably best for um, the environment, I don't know if it's best for the environment or if it's sustainably made, to be honest, I, I'm not, that's not big on my list of like makeup requirements is whether they're vegan or not. I kind of just go for things. Yeah. You can only have so many parameters. Right. Right. You know, and I've also noticed that sometimes like urban decay is, I don't know if they're vegan, but I know they don't test on animals and that's always been a thing for them for a long time. But when they, and I don't know if this is a result of that, but when they make darker black pigments, i.e. when I do brows by them, my brows will turn green by midday. Like that color is, it's almost like when you take like, you know, markers and you mix red with blue with yellow and there's like a green pigment rather than getting an original black pigment Mm -hmm. to create their products. So I'm like, I can't really use that. Um, But off of the euphoria, oh, the glitters, uh, Danessa Myricks has a lot of cool glitter chrome items right now that I like better and come off easier than the Lemonhead ones. The Lemonhead ones kind of do feel like you're in a kindergarten class with those big octagon glitter flecks and sticking them to your eyes with this paste. And you have to be very specific on how you get them off. I've heard a good way to remove glitter is taking painter's tape or medical tape and putting it down first and peeling it off. Oh, wow. Because if you're just rubbing, you're getting it into your pores. You're not really removing all of it. Sometimes it scrapes, which is scary. So yeah. Wow. Imagine being like, I'm so sorry. I can't come out. I scraped my eye with glitter. (laughs) I mean, I scraped my eye once with just like a dirty contact lens. So I redo that trauma. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't think about having to take it off with tape. And that does really deter me from using glitter ever in my life. Like that for it to be that difficult to get off. We also, we've already lived through a glitter trend. 
Um, you know, like we've already lived through body glitter. I didn't do it because at the time I was like, no one wants to see my body. And now I'm like, people did want to see my body, but also it's fine that I didn't put glitter on it. It all worked out, you know, like, and highlighter got so big. So it kind of makes sense that the next thing, like the heightening of highlighter is like the, like a giant chunk of glitter on your face. Mirrored across. Yeah. 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 Just gorgeous and glamorous. I I like the glitter trend better because as an oily person, and I talk about this on my channel all the time, everyone loves highlighter, but as an oily person, that is the exact thing that I've always been trying to conceal about myself. Like even this like little bit of glow I have right now, I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm oily. And it's like, no, you look natural. You look like a human being. And you look like you're glowing, like oh, gorgeous. Oh, thank yes, you. Yes, very much. See, when I think like dewy, glowy makeup, I'm like, no, that's going to get immediately oily. I'm going to, it'll look too much on me. I like looking paper matte. Like I, I understand that some people are like, no, that looks even cringier, but I'm like, no, it's a personal preference that I like. So I didn't like the highlighter trend, but I think I'll like the glitter trend because then you would be able to be like, oh, that's a fleck of glitter. That's not oozing out of this girl's pores. Right. That's not from nature. That is from, that's from the tube. Yeah. Yeah. Where Olivia, where can our furries find you? Ooh, I am on most things as at free sample Olivia. So Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter is so frustrating. They give you a character limit. So I'm free sample live on there. Okay. <laughs> uh, my website, free sample Olivia.com has all those links, uh, my writing, my show dates, um, and on YouTube, I'm Olivia Hill and I'm sure one of these links will all link to the others. So that's all. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for being on. This has been uh, so thank fun. you so much. Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.